Welcome to Raw Radio. We live. Here we go again. This was deep. Yeah. Uh, this Roy is the takeaway take away from Professor Roy Dean. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, um, and you become familiar with him through this episode, you're going to hear a very uh, thoughtful, thought-provoking um, person. And I think, uh, for me anyway, it 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 gives me a lot to think about when it's over. So much so that you know, when we always try and do these takeaways, it's like, what's it going to be about? Usually, it's it's simple. It's you know, we we know before we even do it, right? During the course of the episode, we've already figured it out. And this one, it's like, I've got this laundry list of things uh, and I couldn't, couldn't put my finger on it until, until just now you and I, we figured it out. So, well, it was hard, not because we were jumping all over the topics. No, it's, it's his, his journey is so broad from early on all the way through today. Um, and he touches on some really important and deep topics when it comes to jiu-jitsu philosophy, right? Anything from, you know, training hard competition to running the academies and, and structuring the systems and so on. And all that, um, it, 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 there was a lot to pick from. That's at least my opinion. And we settled on humility. Yeah. And I, you know, why did we settle on that? I think because there was a common theme of um, throughout this episode and throughout jujitsu is uh, you have to have humbleness. Um, you have to have like a, a lack of um, vanity um, because of what, what you go through on the mat. Uh, he, he talked at one point about physically gifted athletes, the elites, uh, and how, you know, when they get on the mat um, in the beginning, you know, that, that can be taken away from them. People don't want to be put in that vulnerable position. You know, I see it a lot with, uh, with wrestlers that come in here. Uh, they hate being on their back at all costs. It's not going to happen for them. Uh, and it, but if they can give up the, the, uh, the vanity that goes with, with that, um, they're going to they're gonna learn something new. And, uh, and now they're going to be able to do to dominate in other ways rather than the one they're just, just accustomed to. Well, I think as humans, we are creatures of survival. We are, um, by default, we are wired to overcome obstacles, to adapt to the situations that we have and figure out and troubleshoot the situations for the best outcome that possible. No matter who you are, how, what you do, how you do it, it, it's kind of naturally comes to us. You don't want to be hungry. You don't want to be thirsty. You don't want to have a bad life. You want your family to be happy. You want to be happy. You want to have good friends. All that is in a sense of figuring things out to better yourself and the people who are around you. And jujitsu put you, it puts you in this position where the survival modes often are being challenged very, very heavily. And in order for you to really progress and get better at jiu-jitsu, at fighting and, and, and self-defense, you have to put yourself in these vulnerable positions. You have to open up. You have to open your mind. You have to just simply say, 
it's okay. I'm going to be here and it's going to be hard. I am going to be on the bottom. I'm going to be smashed. My face is going to get rubbed a little bit. My joints are going to get extended. My arms are going to get pulled. My neck is going to get stretched. It's just, it is what it is. Without these, without these situations, it's going to be very difficult for us to get better. And I think sometimes, more often than I wish to see, this is one of the reasons why people quit because they don't want to have that feeling. They don't want to um, experience the hardship. They don't want to experience the um, being smashed, being, being on the bottom. They, 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 they just simply don't. And it's our human nature. So essentially what we are exploring in jiu-jitsu is, is putting ourselves in these uncomfortable situations, right? What do they say? You know, be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Um, and it's part of that journey. The trick behind all of this, at least in my eyes, that this all takes a long, long very long time to accomplish. And often we don't see the end. We don't see the, the little light at the end of the tunnel. We, we, we don't see these progressions. And, uh, uh, and jiu-jitsu is not easy to measure. And that's something that Professor Dean was talking about extensively today. Yeah, he does measure it. Um, or he gives you a, a yardstick to, at which to measure by. Uh, and he helps you through it. Um, but what we were talking about, you know, about about being smashed, about being in uncomfortable positions. Um, you know, how many people have we seen over the years, um, their pride gets in the way and they get injured or they injure their partner because they can't be, have the humility to say, I'm in a bad spot. You know, what do we tell the kids, you know, tap, tap, let them, you know, let them know you're done. And, uh, and I think that, it's hard for people. One, there's the physical aspect of being uncomfortable. You don't like it. You don't like people sweating on you. You don't like uh, being put through your paces and pain and the cardio that goes with it and all that other stuff. But I think that um, a big part of it is when you have to admit that you are finished at this particular moment in time and you have to tell the other person that you put me here, you know, and that's through the tap. Um, and it's, it's hard for people to put, put that pride aside uh, and, and be able to, to do that and then learn from it and come back the next time, the next week, the next month, the next year. They get their blue belt, all right? And everybody talks about the blue belt fade. They get their blue belt and they're still getting smashed. They're still getting tapped. They're still uncomfortable. They still don't have the cardio they want. Um, and it's not, it's not necessarily because they're not working hard enough. They're not attending the right classes. They're not learning. Um, it's just because jujitsu is hard. And, uh, and if you can't give up that pride, um, you know, it, it, uh, it's not going to work out for you. If you can, uh, then I think it's, you know, jujitsu is going to work out for you, but it's also going to teach you a lot um, on how to deal with things off the mat. That humility will. Yeah. He calls it, uh, mercy of jiu-jitsu or gift of tapping is that one singular moment in 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 you know that day or during that session where you say he was better than me she got me i'm going to acknowledge that and i'm going to tap and i'm going to let them know or i'm going to ask them for mercy and we trust our partner enough when we know they will let go but i think mm -hmm. we'll often we'll often students forget is have this one reflection moment, this split second of say, and ask yourself, what just happened? 
why I was in this situation. Because this is that moment where you're beginning the growth. This is the moment where you start identifying this is what took place. This is what I can do differently. This is how I can change this in the future. See, and these 1% changes, this minuscule little changes that we do every single time we get tapped, this is what gets us better. So think about it for a moment while we are talking about this. You know, every time you get tapped, first of all, do you tap often enough, right? Maybe there's something to think about. But once you do, do you reflect on it? You know, do you make changes? Do you make adjustments for well, next how, time to learn? Well, yeah, to learn, right? How do you reflect on it? Because I think a lot of times when you're starting out, when you're just beginning, you kind of, you have the acceptance of, I don't know anything. I got, you know what I mean? And, and you're tapping because you don't know anything. I don't know about that. You know, um, I, well, I think if you come from it with it from no other uh, martial art background, right you you can you're you're uh, fresh off the street you come in um wow this guy what was that what just happened yeah because you don't know right um but i think as your journey continues and you think you're getting better uh and it's still happening um do you have the ability to reflect on it in a positive way like you said why is it happening Right. Well, there there could be multiple reasons why it's happening uh, in your head, and it could be uh, completely different than the truth. It might be happening because your your skill level just isn't there yet. Keep working, you'll get there. In your head, it could be because I'm no good at this. I hate this. I'm done with it. I'm not getting any better. Um, you know, all those negative thoughts that creep in, uh, and you. I think there's still a point of humility and on that side of the thing of the the equation too, where you, you have to say, no, I'm not thinking about it correctly. I need to change the way I think, not only my physicality on the mat, but I need to change the way I think about why the things on the mat are happening. And until you can do that, um, you know, you're going to be in a sorry state. Well, we are all in charge of our own success. That's about that's the bottom line. I don't know about you, but when I was a white belt, I thought I could, I could hold every single submission. Maybe not every single one, but there was many of them where I didn't want to tap. There were actually, you know, I thought actually I could be better than the black belts on the mat. Like I, I just, you know, I was very stubborn, and I, I, I say this to this day, I was not the best training partner. You know, I was very physical. I, I, it just, it is what it is. You know, and and that, but that shaped me who I am today. And I had no choice but really get into this vulnerable state of listen if i didn't tap enough i would be limping i would my mm -hmm. arm or shoulder would be hurting for several days and over time i i personally learned the hard way so what i'm telling you guys out there is don't be stubborn don't learn the same way as i have you know tap if you need to because there there is actually a, a learning curve behind tapping. The tapping is one of the most amazing things that happens in jiu-jitsu. You might, some might view it as failure. I often view it as actually a part of growth. It's part of yeah. the success. It's part of the long-term journey. You have to tap. Everybody does at some point or another. Sooner you accept that system, that, that, that thought that everybody taps, sooner you start growing. Yeah, put I've, yourself I've, in a vulnerable spot. I've seen parents tell their kids not to tap, and I've seen adults say, "You know, my goal is not to tap." 
But um, there are times and, where you don't tap. I mean, let's be honest with this, right? Time well, competition yeah. and other places. There, there's times where tapping is not the first choice, but we are, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about no. growing on the mats, part of uh, open right. training, well, or part of a, a growth. Part yeah. of the growth and what I was going right? to, yeah, what I was going to say about the adults that I've met that had have had the goal of never tapping, they don't have that goal anymore. They have new goals because they accepted the fact that you know tapping is going to be beneficial at the right times, you know, right. um, and, and learning the, the reason, the position you got into, um, and why you had to tap, uh, and, uh, and figuring things out from there is more beneficial than just, you know, being stubborn, uh, pig headed, narrow focus, crushing everyone. Um, I, because you're not, you're not going to learn that way. You're not going to be a good training partner. Uh, you need to put that stuff aside. Um, and and then jujitsu opens up for you, I think, at that point, right? It's one, I think that's one of the big um, milestones in jujitsu journeys is when you have that acceptance of I'm I'm not the alpha, uh, you know, um, and I may never be, but um, I can be so much better. What are you smiling about? <laughs> but you can I can be better about that. I can be better than I was today, right? Because I submitted. Not because, um, you know, I just steamrolled everybody and, and I thumped my chest afterwards. Um, you're, well, end of you're, the day, we are there to learn, right? Yeah, for sure. That's the goal, right? Yeah. And that's, that's how it should be viewed. Um, submitting and tapping on whichever side you're on is part of the journey, but embrace the journey, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big part of it. I think be it's, humble. Uh, be humble. Um, put your pride aside. Um, you know, leave the ego at the door. And that means um, not only being crushed, but crushing, smashing, right? Leave that ego at the door too. Uh, and, and be here to, uh, to enjoy all the different parts of, of jujitsu and, and the journey. Beautiful. Um, if you didn't listen to Roy Dean episode, make sure you dig and in, dig into it. A lot of, a lot of deep insights, a lot of gems all throughout that episode. So make sure you guys tune into that one. Gary? Yeah, for sure. Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll on to the next one. Soon. Yep. Uh, I hope we can uh, continue uh, getting people as uh, open and as thoughtful as we had today. So, all right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.